here with Commissioners Dave Stormeyer, Josh Slotnick, and I'm Juanita Vero. Um, we are here at the X's. That's what I know it as colloquially, but what is, what's the proper it's the It's the Northern Pacific train station at the north end of Higgins Avenue in downtown Missoula, Montana. And we're today going to talk about passenger rail. And we're really fortunate within our triumvirate here, we actually have an authority. Our friend Dave, well, okay. <laughs> who has led this project. I, I've heard of passenger rail, yeah. yeah. So Dave, where are we at in this project right now? This is super exciting. I, I cannot think of a time in my lifetime at least, and maybe multiple generations where we have been as close to actually getting passenger rail service back here to Southern Montana. As many folks may or may not realize, we had passenger rail service, Amtrak service, right here until 1979. The railroad came through here in, in 1883, the Northern Pacific Railroad, and through most of the 20th century, we had passenger trains that you could get on and, and uh, get off of right here in our very own Garden City. So what needs to happen? Well, this has been a big year. So uh, in November of last year, Missoula County led the charge in establishing what we have called the Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority. This is a consortium of 13 counties presently stretched across the entire breadth of the state of Montana from Idaho to North Dakota urban rural counties uh, conservative uh, progressive uh, it really spans the gamut i have never seen as many diverse counties come together for something like this as we have with the big sky passenger rail authority and our mission is to work together work with the federal government work with amtrak the host railroads to really chart what those next steps are to bring passenger rail service back and, and one of the things that's happening as we speak in the U.S. Congress this very day today. in the month of June, today, as we speak, uh, Senate Commerce Committee is discussing the possibility of putting real dollars towards examining routes just like this one to, to chart out what will the next steps be to uh, implement that infrastructure necessary to support passenger trains. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's truly remarkable, and I'm encouraged uh, beyond words that even, even, even beyond passenger rail, the level of co collaboration and cooperation that's going on really tells me that even in this time of fractured politics in America, we can still agree on a few things and get something accomplished. Are there some other examples in the United States where rail has come back? You know, uh, very few. In fact, uh, what we are talking about right now would be the 16th long distance passenger rail route. There's 15 routes currently, long distance routes, part of the national network. And I am not aware of any that have come back in recent history. And, and we think that it's long overdue that that happened because there's no reason to think of passenger rail any different than our interstate highway system. That's a system, just think about it, if, if during the Eisenhower administration, we took the same approach to, uh, to our interstate highways as some are today with passenger rail, we'd still have gravel roads out here. Interstate highway systems are just that interstate. They're part of our national network of transportation. That's exactly what we're looking for here. And we just need to get over the idea that sometimes the question comes up, will it pay for itself? Well, 
it will pay for itself just like every other mode of transportation that moves people in this country pays for itself. It does not. It requires public investment and that's okay. That's how the interstate highway system works. That's how air Airlines. travel works. That's how the trucking industry works. We keep these things afloat because they're really important. They're really important and I think another thing that we've learned this past year during the midst of this pandemic is that it's okay and in fact we can still embrace bold visions. Too often counties, local governments look inward and forget about the opportunities that we have to work across jurisdictional lines on a big bold initiative. For crying out loud, we're flying a helicopter on Mars as we speak. Right. We can figure out how to get a passenger train back this here. This is a once in a generation opportunity to realize this bold vision and, and we have to take advantage of it. And we're doing it.